0: Hello. Uh, today's podcast is probably going to be shorter than normal. Uh, we're going to be important talking about the important topic of inheritance. Uh, as Americans, the idea of an inheritance seems contrary to what we experience. Um, we're used to fighting our way for everything we get. We're used to earning our way. We're used to educating ourselves building businesses, you know, going into the frontier of free market capitalism and where it's survival of the fittest, you know, the the cream rises to the top and you're either a success or a failure based on your own merits. So it is difficult to grasp and comprehend the idea of an inheritance But God certainly works uh, with inheritances. When you study the oath and covenant of the Melchizedek priesthood, uh, priesthood holders enter into a covenant with the Lord to be obedient, and in return they can receive all that the Father hath. Basically an inheritance um, of a celestial sort. Well, there's other kinds of inheritances um, also. Uh, Let's read here from the Bible Dictionary under the word birthright. It says, Under the patriarchal order, the right of inheritance is known as birthright. This generally included a land inheritance as well as the authority to preside. The firstborn of flocks and of human families were considered as belonging to the Lord and were expected to be dedicated to him. Um, from time to time, certain prerogatives, opportunities, and blessings have been attended, those who were born of a particular lineage. And we've talked about those in previous podcasts. We've talked about how the lineage of the root of Jesse and the lineage of the rod of Jesse is was spelled out to Isaiah. It was revealed to Joseph Smith. And that certain blessings do in fact come by way of lineage. Um, The office of high priest under the Aaronic order and the office of the patriarch to the church in the Melchizedek order are actually hereditary in nature. Now it's important to understand that lineage alone never guarantees the blessings of spiritual power of an office, but the opportunities are offered uh, to the birthright of select lineages. There are several instances in the scriptures um, where one of the firstborn lost their birthright because of unrighteousness, and his office was given to, a, to another, uh, with the case of Esau in Genesis chapter 25 and Reuben in 1 Corinthians and Jeremiah. So why is this important to us? Well, I think it's important that we fight to protect our inheritance. Um, Babylon seeks to take them away. Even if you look at a physical inheritance, uh, what does Babylon do? It wants to tax the inheritance. Um, there is such thing as inheritance theft, you know, where brothers or sisters will try and take, you know, uh, some the, the rightful inheritance of another. And then the scriptures are chock full of uh, episodes of inheritance, even the story of Joseph being sold off to Egypt. Um, You know, that's all rooted in this idea of inheritance. Um, Concerning one of the greatest gifts that we have, which is freedom, um, God gives freedom as an inheritance through obedience to covenant. God has designated certain geographical zones as lands of promise in the scriptures in which nations are blessed with divine protection, prosperity, and liberty from evil. Samuel was led to receive divine protection from King David. Alma and Helaman were led to receive divine protection from Captain Moroni. The restoration of the gospel to Joseph Smith occurred in the aftermath of George Washington's Revolutionary War. God enters into covenants with nations so that his work can go forth. In Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, it says, If my people shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Um, the Abrahamic Covenant, which includes baptism, it includes the higher priesthood, it includes celestial marriage. Well, in addition, the Abrahamic Covenant also promises national protection okay, against the suffocating bondage uh, wrought by Lucifer. In, again, in the Bible Dictionary, under Abrahamic Covenant, it says, included in the divine promises to Abraham were the were the assurances that Abraham's posterity would receive certain lands. Um, I didn't necessarily set out to do this uh, in the podcast, but it's interesting how much we have focused on Israel and on the prophecies of future land inheritances that will be given to certain people. Um, Let's go back to George Washington for a minute. When he was inaugurated as first president of the United States, it was his request uh, to place his hand upon the open Bible that was opened to the book of Genesis, where it described the inheritances specific to the tribes of Israel. Um, The founding of America occurred against all odds of military strategy. George Washington repeatedly urged his men of war to fast and pray so that God would fight their battles, and God did fight their battles. The tribe of Joseph inherited the land of America as a gift from heaven under covenant. Elder L. Tom Perry states, The United States is the promised land foretold in the Book of Mormon, a place where divine guidance directed inspired men to create the conditions necessary for the restoration of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It was the birth of the United States of America that ushered out the great apostasy when the earth was darkened by the absence of prophets and revealed light. It was no coincidence that the lovely morning of the first vision occurred just a few decades after the establishment of the United States. The Lord told Lehi, a descendant of Joseph, who was led to the Promised Land, in 2 Nephi chapter 1, verse 20, Inasmuch as ye shall keep my commandments, ye shall prosper in the land. Joseph Ellis, uh, in his book called His Excellency George Washington, Captures the admiration that was bestowed upon George Washington. He said, Washington has been the same to us as Moses was to the children of Israel. Moses led the Israelites through the Red Sea. Has not Washington conducted the Americans through seas of blood? He who had commanded Moses at the Red Sea also inspired Washington on the banks of the Delaware. Of the nearly 350 surviving eulogies given at the time of George Washington's death, as many as two-thirds of them directly compare him to Moses. Well, both George Washington and Moses led Israel to a land of freedom that was provided for them by way of inheritance. This pattern did not end with Moses and it does not end with George Washington. It will be repeated in the future, and it will be directed by the Lord through obedience to His covenants. History shows us that miracles accompany those who continue the fight for freedom on earth. As land inheritances are given to the house of Israel, God will continue to fight our battles as in former times. Joel chapter 2, verse 32 says, and it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance, as the Lord hath said, and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. Ezekiel chapter 11, verse 17 says, Therefore say, Thus saith the Lord God, I will even gather you from the people and assemble you out of the countries where ye have been scattered. And I will give you the land of Israel. Concerning Judah in Jerusalem, Ezekiel writes in chapter 37, verses 19 through 28. He talks about David, um, the lineage of David being restored in the latter days. And he talks about this this people dwelling in the land that I had promised, that God had promised to Jacob, wherein your fathers have dwelt. He says, and they, meaning the latter day lineage of David, shall dwell therein, even they and their children and their children's children forever. And my servant David shall be their prince forever. Moreover, I will make a covenant of peace with them. It shall be an everlasting covenant with them. And I will place them and multiply them and will set my sanctuary in the midst of them forevermore. My tabernacle also shall be with them. Yea, I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And the heathen shall know that I, the Lord, do sanctify Israel, when my sanctuary shall be in the midst of them forevermore. Inheritances are divine. They are gifts of God. They should be fought for. We should fight to preserve them, to sanctify these sacred lands that are endowed with the gift of freedom.